Hi, we just had a great interview with the guys from Caravella Coffee in Sydney. Um, myself, Joe, um, Mike and Gabe all flew down this morning. Uh, had a few issues with flights. Getting there was a bit chaotic. Um, flights were cancelled, but nonetheless we made it. And unfortunately we didn't make it to their office in Manly. So we held. We met halfway at Potts Point and um, held the interview with them in, in All Wheels Cafe. But anyway, you'll, you'll hear the voices of uh, Alejandro Giancarlo uh, and Mark from Caravella Coffee. Yeah, we discuss a lot of things that are important to us. Um, they're our main green coffee supplier. And what, I think what we've taken from this podcast is, you know, it's definitely about the people. Um, people make coffee better. So, yeah, please enjoy it. And I'm really sorry about the audio in this. It's it's in a noisy cafe, so and we have to share microphones, so maybe turn the volume up. Uh, enjoy. It would help define the two, yeah. two, two industries. But also to, to promote people that are truly doing a fantastic Yeah, exactly. Because there are people that are you know, going well beyond the line of duty. Doing and like charging the same price, or exactly. li- only a little bit more. Yeah. 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 Well, it would help. It would help raise prices for people. Yeah. Well, you know. yeah. And, and raise the craft of brewing coffee to another level. Oh, yeah, but- if you listen to some of the podcasts that come out of the States, like the yeah. Cat and Cloud Boys, I'm not sure if you saw Coffee Food, yeah. the Cat and Cloud Boys, like, um, they talk about the Australian experience as being a full restaurant experience. So when you, this is, this, if they were to come yeah, here and see Coffee Food, it's, yeah. it's a full restaurant experience. Thank right. you. Well, that's the main difference between Australia and the US. Here is this hospitality, in yes. the sense of the world. The world. There, it's like, come on, shit. Yeah. Right. Exactly. So right. it's all to take Next. Away. Next. Yeah. <laughs> <laughs> and it's the same with Italy in, in a sense, you know. Yeah. The espresso culture is all about, you know, speed. Italian. And that's part of the reason why in Italy this hasn't caught on. Because yeah. yeah. for them it's all about speed. Yeah, yeah. Here it's about enjoying everything, right? Yeah, yeah. And that's that's the nice thing about Australia. It's creating an atmosphere. Yeah, exactly. Yeah. I think that's what you know, I, I don't know how it is, but you know, cafes here seem to be doing much better than the ones in the U.S. Yeah. Even though here it seems that prices are lower. Really? For coffee. Yeah. Coffee prices are lower. Well, you sell coffee. Yeah, yeah, yeah. A, a, a flat white here is three eighty. Yeah. More or less. Right? Four bucks an hour. Three eighty. Yeah. yeah. That barefoot this morning. Three eighty. Yeah. How was that? It's good. Yeah. <laughs> <laughs> Favorite joke. Yeah. <laughs> 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 I know it already. That's not uh, LA blue bottle. Yeah. Four fifty yeah. dollars. Yeah. Totally right. US dollars. Totally. So that's five here. Yeah, yeah, yeah. yeah it's yeah. expensive in Tokyo as well, in Japan. Yeah, but you, you, can, you can understand Tokyo. Yeah. Yeah. It's Tokyo. Tokyo is it? Is it? But this is LA. You know, yeah. should be labor is cheaper right? in yeah. the states than here. States. Yeah. Labor is way cheaper. Video. Yeah, it is. You don't sell any food. Thanks. So it's a lot more expensive in the US than it is here, and yet the experience here is way better. Oh yeah, totally. I don't understand. I don't understand the four dollar barrier. Mm-hmm. You know what I mean? Like, it's, I, you know, it's, it's, it's the old two dollar barrier, the three dollar barrier. But it used to be three. Yeah, yeah. yeah. Hey, can I just say thanks for fucking awesome coffee? Oh. Seriously? No, no, seriously. You can't. Seriously. No, seriously. Fucking awesome coffee. Like, like. Can you can you see that little words? Yeah, but explicit. Oh, you mean like the fucking part or yeah. the awesome part? <laughs> part. I'm trying really hard not to Are swear. Are you recording? <laughs> so, I'm trying not really hard not to swear because I've got a, a young kid, but I think she, that's going to be her first word. Um, awesome. That's the word, yeah. Awesome. Yeah, awesome. So, uh, but yeah, we've got explicit on the podcast just okay. to give us 
some rooms. And yeah, just yeah. Get rid of the legal. Thing. But you know, hey, you know, I think we've had some challenges quality-wise, um, but nothing out of the ordinary. And you guys, Marky, you've been spectacular in making sure that we are looked after. We feel, we, you know, the reasons why we deal with one supplier. It's the same reason why we have our cafes deal with one supplier. Yeah. Majority is to get that support. And to make, it, to make a difference. And just work together and I hope that one plus one equals three. Yeah. Oh yeah, absolutely. It's yeah. valuable relationships. That's the way we feel about it. It's a relationship, yeah. So Maki has gone over and above. You guys have gone over and above. On a, on a customer side, we never feel like we're stuck. Mm-hmm. Does that make sense? So if something bad happens, which it does, like, yeah, shit happens. 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 Shit Everything. It's not only about you know those guys roast great coffee. It's, it's about the whole relationship. Yeah. We talk about you guys. It's a model. It's a role model for, for a lot of people. Cool. What what um what qualities of that relationship do you find like beneficial on your side? Commun- open communication. Open and transparent communication. Is key. The fact that I mean you and Mark clearly have CI to eye on a lot of things, and the fact that. You know, you're willing to be flexible, we're willing to be flexible, and we're, that happens when we trust each other, and we trust each other because we communicate with one another. And the fact that it's a long-term relationship, that you, you're not only buying Colombians, you, you're buying Nicaraguas you know, and Salas when they're good, Guats. We want to support every part of yeah. the business that you guys right. you know, are working on. You help our, our lives easy. It's not easy. By doing that, you become partners because we're all pulling in the same direction. You know, we're all trying to get great coffee to coffee drinkers. That's it. From different perspectives, of course, but I'm the ultimate aim of having great coffee in the hands of coffee drinkers. It's an efficient business. You know, it makes. Oh, yeah, you know, I think it's, it's been it's been great for us on a on a operational level just to hand over supply to Mark, yeah. just to be able to go, hey Mark, here's the spreadsheet. Can you make sure that we don't run out of coffee? Yeah. You know, and I think, awesome. and, and there was a line for me just to be able to go, is this fucking cool? Like, yeah. like <laughs> is it okay for me to do this? You know, and and I think it's worked in our favor, right? Yeah, I think you know we've been discussing the guys have been here on Monday, and uh, a lot of the conversations we've been having about you know our model and 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 how we support farmers is to do with relationships, and I think. It's kind of summing up what the guys are saying about our relationship with you. It's it's very strong, and and, and it's and it's very clear that like any relationship, whether it is with your partner or your daughter or your, your best mate, um, there's trust there, and that is the foundation of, of, of how we operate. There's there's a, a massive amount of trust between yourself and me, Nico, and and I think you passing on your stock responsibilities to myself. This shows the trust and the understanding that we have with one another, and you know, we, we could not speak for say, God forbid, six months, but I could call you up, you could call me up, and it's all sweet. Yeah, There's yeah, no yeah. like, oh, I haven't spoken to you in like a week, man, and like, what's wrong? Like, <laughs> you love no, it's all good. <laughs> like, what, 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 what I noticed, like, was that, which would never happen, but you know, like, <laughs> what, what I noticed, which is interesting, is that our conversations when we catch up generally aren't about coffee. <laughs> Does that make sense? You know, like, like it's not, yeah. you know, like the samples come, we roast them, we cut them, we share the notes, and then... You roast samples? Yeah. Wow. They roast samples. <laughs> yeah, let's not, let's not comment that. <laughs> we're, we're happy to roast them. You know, we, we, we can roast the distribute for you, it's fine. <laughs> <laughs> we have some issues. Like, we already have to stop with that. We're so doing that. Yeah, but it's not a bad idea, you know? <laughs> also, what we find is you, if you roast it in a larger batch, yeah. more consistency. Yeah. Right. So like we, can, we can do a 15 kilo batch and ship to everyone. So it's <laughs> <laughs> what we do, right? Um, you know, all these questions, it's not really important. We just thought we just, all the things that are important to us, all, all the questions, you know, 
we see you guys in like once a year. Once a year. Once a year. Hopefully, we can come to Colombia sometime. That'd be nice. We'd love to have you there. But you know, that, that you know, what, what, I suppose that leads on to a question like, what would we gain out of coming to Origin? Like, you know, I see the value yeah. um, in being in the roastery and having a controlled environment for us to assess the coffees and work on the roasting and work with our customers. <laughs> By coming to Origin, how does that benefit us and our customers? And your, and your customers, and your producers. Yeah, who does that benefit the most? I think there, there's a few ways that roasters benefit from coming towards you. Number one is the fact that you learn a lot. You know, there's a lot of, there's a lot of unknowns about coffee. There's a lot of myths about coffee. By going to Origin, you actually get to meet your producers. You actually get to see how things work on the ground. And I think that knowledge you can transmit onwards to your drinkers, to your coffee consumers. That's that's invaluable. That's real value. From what I hear, it's like from the people I've spoken to have gone maybe with, for the first time, they come back with a high level of appreciation for the product, and, and that overall to me seems like the best the dedication. Yeah, you know, I think steps. It's both yeah. ways. I think farmers getting to meet you, but you know, putting putting a face to a person is really important, especially when you're developing relationships. So I think it gains, you gain a lot of trust. You gain trust from your producer. You know, it's a different thing when you can see people eye to eye, right? Yeah. Mm-hmm. And it's the same way the other round, you know. That farmer really seeing you, you're a real person. You are human. Yeah, yeah, yeah. yeah. That, that really helps strengthen the relationships. But that's also what you said, you know. Just seeing the reality, how things are, how difficult it is to produce. Yeah amazingly good coffee yeah. consistent yeah yeah that really puts perspective to things and that if you can transmit that information that reality to your consumers it really helps yeah. do you yeah. find there's obviously from our perspective there's a strong demand for that transparency and that story of the farmer to come through this way does is there the demand for the farmer for that information yes. to go back yes this more is where your coffee went. And more and more. I mean, when we started 17, 18 years ago, there was no information going back to the farmers. Mm. So the farmer was simply a producer that produced say, parchment coffee or cherry, depending on the country. They would deliver this coffee to a buying station somewhere and then get a buy. Yeah. And part of what we're trying to do, with your help, of course, is to change that in a way that they become part of the proper supply chain. That they know who their coffee is going yeah. They understand why you want coffee to be done in a certain way. Why is quality important? So, yes. They were anonymous producers, so they were interchangeable. Yes. Who cares if it's Alejandro, if it's Gabriel, if it's Romance? Who cares? We're trying to make sure that those producers that are doing a fantastic job are not anonymous anymore. Well, what we started to do was. Um, on our bags, we started to put the producer's name yeah. rather than the farm. Because I mean, the trend was the farm. The farm and yeah. like two years ago, we started, let's put the coffee farmer's name. Uh, that's you know. what really matters. That, yeah, that, yeah. that so, person is the so, one, and usually, for the most part, it's a family affair. You know, it's, mm. it's a family that's working very hard day in, day out to make sure that the coffee that they are producing is, is of the highest quality. And it's really passionate. It's yeah, a lot yeah. of love behind those coffees. Yeah, quality just doesn't happen, right? It's exactly. I mean, you know, and you know, because we've discussed this before, but you know, when you really think about the coffee and, and what happens at origin, you know, everybody talks about specialty coffee, specialty coffee, and you know, after really thinking about this and seeing how the process works, what's really special, you know, it's a coffee farmer. Yeah, absolutely. It's a farmer that makes a difference. Well, yeah. I, I think, you know. I asked Gabe, Gabe's kind of new to the special coffee, what's specialty yeah. coffee? Yeah. And that question's really difficult for us to answer. Yeah. You know? Um, um, and we kind of came up with a little tag last week, might have taken a little bit of from your from your report, but, and, you know, we, we can... Tra- trademark, so no. Yeah, well, <laughs> <laughs> you better trademark this. <laughs> it's, like, it's like, you know, um, an industry that has um, a positive effect on everyone from the grower to the consumer. 
It's basically, you know. But in our world of specialty coffee, if you would ask someone on the street what specialty coffee, oh, that's the cafe down the street, the guy that sells, serves me uh, with the beard and tats and serves me. Zero second. You know, you know, you know what I mean? Yeah. And, and there really is a huge disconnect, even between what we do mm-hmm. to the cafe. Yeah. Mm. You know, I reckon half of them that drink specialty coffee don't even realize that you've got to roast the cherry after it comes off, or the, the seed after it comes off the tree. You know, yeah. you know what I mean? Like, it's, there's that much of a disconnect. And I suppose what we're trying to figure out, what can we do to bridge that gap? And, and, you know. Yeah, how do we how do we connect the, the grower to the end consumer better? I think that by doing a, a good job, yeah. you know, roasting it and serving it, that's, that's the, best, the best tribute you can do to a farmer. If, if you're a roaster that takes a beautiful coffee and destroys it in the roast, or if you're a barista that destroys it in brewing yeah. it, yeah. you're not doing a good service to the farmer and to the industry. Because in the I suppose, end... I suppose it's, then it's educating the roaster, educating the barista, educating the, 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 the cafe owner yeah. about how important the coffee is beyond the price of it. Yeah. And also yeah. what you're doing, giving that farmer the recognition he or she deserves. Yeah. That's that's really doing yeah. a good job. And I think you mentioned something really important, which is beyond price. You know, price is in everybody's minds and, and, and you know there's a lot of strategies about how to grow your business, right? Yeah. And you know, in our experience, part of what we found is that those businesses, those coffee roasters that grow the fastest, have a true commitment to quality yeah. as opposed to a true commitment to price. Yeah, yeah. So people that are you know, that really believe on quality, that really believe on continuing to buy good coffee or the best possible coffee and pay the prices, they grow the fastest. And I think they grow the fastest because their customers also realize the fact that this is a super high quality product. And it works. Yeah, it works. Yeah. So they keep on coming back. That's nice to hear. Yeah. <clears throat> It's not to hear that the bad guy doesn't win, you know, you know what I mean? Like, it's coffee, the coffee was. Oh, this is a good movie. Yeah, <laughs> totally, right? Totally. Coffee's good. Coffee's great, yeah. Which one's this? Very clean. Uh, it's, uh, Javier? No, the Alexander Hernandez. Oh, okay. This is really good. Uh, Alexander Hernandez. Hernandez. This is really good. Very good. Very tasty. So this is one of your micro-lots? Yeah. Micro-lots or triple A? Triple A. Triple A. 86 and a half. Maybe eight. So, maybe this. This is easy to get 90 points. I know. We're happy to pay for 90 points. Just invoices, right? That extra voice. You know, I think, you know, you. I think that question has been coming up over years. What is specialty coffee? And for me, I think you've got to almost. Correlated or related to any other product to a, to a degree, and that it's not just about the quality of a product, whether it is clothing, whether it is food, whether it is you know building material for a house. Like it's it comes with other stuff, and that other stuff in the case of coffee is uh, sustainability, traceability, relationships, um, and and that's what I think is the building blocks or, or the foundation of the Caravella coffee. That we're not just giving quality product to a roaster there's, there's so much more that happens that has to happen for that that, for that quality product to be tasted and evaluated and sold like um, but you, you you guys are on the ground making sure the coffee's not just you're not just turning up to a farm going oh that tastes really good we, we're gonna buy that and yeah. you're not you're not you're not the pirates mm-hmm. <laughs> <laughs> or the cowboys you know, I like the pirates. <laughs> you know, like, you're, you're, you're ingrained in, into the, into their communities, and you know, you, yeah. you know, um, we read we read your um, what's your impact study? Yeah, we read that. Yeah. We, we spoke about it the other week. The that was kind of what spurred on the your answer to. We were presented with that. Um, There's another question from a, a, a roaster in Australia who was asking about how we make sure we've got a good work culture. Mm-hmm. And it was like a few questions surrounding some sort of quality that spurred on your answer to like, oh, these are just all questions, or, or really the answer is this, this, what it's, is it's the same quality. thing. Yeah, yeah. It's the same thing affecting lives positively. positively. Yeah. yeah. So. That's well. Yeah. You know, we, do, we did the import report because we wanted people to understand that it's not just about price. That is important, but you know, when we uh, when we talk to farmers, we say, "Well, I produced one micro last year. Is that enough? No. You know, 
one microlot is not going to change anybody, any grower at all. It's really about being there the whole time. It's a, mm-hmm. it's a sustained business, right? Exactly. Yeah. Mm. That, and that, and that's what I'm trying to create. What we're trying to create in Love Street mm-hmm. is that a sustainable business where we can all be employed in Byron. That's a challenge. That's a challenge. It's a fight. Every week, it's a fight to make sure that we are. Oh, it's a fight. It's beautiful. It's, yeah. <laughs> it's a good fight. Yeah. It's it, it, it's enjoyable, but it's but it's still a, you know. Um, anyway, you know the reality is that you know we we are very lucky. All of us here are very lucky because we work. First of all, we work with a product that produces a lot of good yeah. in many places. You know, we mm. we work in a way that is that is good for the farmer, that is that is positive for the farmer, as, as you just mentioned, and we work in a way that is also positive for whomever is drinking this coffee because they're getting you know this beautiful cup of coffee and saying, "Wow, you know this is." It truly makes your day. Yeah. You can have something like this. Yeah. Yeah. So, you know, we're all doing good and at the same time we're all, you know, trying to make a living and trying to make a good living. And having fun. Exactly. And, and getting to meet, you know, fun loving, passionate people all over the world and that we all share the same values. So yeah, I think you know, it's not, it's not too bad actually. Yeah. It's, we're 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 fortunate we're the fortunate yeah. one we are living the dream. Yeah. Mm. And nobody's going to be a millionaire here, but you know, we're, oh, we're, we're having fun. And I think your point about, I don't focus on the money, the price, you know, like that's secondary to quality, the quality's first, right? You know, we cut the coffees first and go, which one's best for that? Yeah. Well, that's the best one, so we, we've got to buy that one. Yeah. Marky. We're getting it. <laughs> <laughs> I'm to make it happen, yeah? just mark it up. <laughs> yeah, you know, um, so on that, on that quality, where, where are we headed? I mean, this is this is this is my question, right? Like, so every year the microlots come through, yeah, and eighty-seven. But eighty-seven is clearly better now than when it was five years ago. Yes. Do you really think so? That's a good. That's a, that's a question I always ask people because we had this discussion. Is the eighty-seven mm. of today ninety yeah. of ten years ago? Yeah. I think so. I think our standards. I, 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 I don't know, but, but but hey, like. Is that sustainable? That's a, that's a, that's the final question. Yeah, is that yeah, sustainable? Because yeah. you know, we we, we cup some Aussie coffee. So what we did was Billy, who's a who's a local farmer. Um, I served with his son. He's my age. Um, so Billy's about. He must be in his seventies, right? Legend. Uh, is that fifty? Seventies. Seventies. Fifties. Billy's forty-two. Going on forty. <laughs> I'm not winning this one. <laughs> so, so he's, he's awesome. He turns up with his wife and, and and six kilos of coffee. Yeah. And he uses our small roaster. It's all hand sorted, all hand picked. And the first lot that came through was as bad as it gets. Mm-hmm. Like it couldn't get much worse. Okay. Right? It couldn't get. No offense. No, no. no, 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 no. <laughs> but the last one that came through, it was like RTV. Okay. Yep. Yeah. It's massive. Yeah. Yeah. And and you know, we showed him a few videos and we gave him some of the coffee we we're getting from you guys. And it's like and it's like how good can the coffee get be? Like, you know, how in Australia can can we produce a product that is eighty five plus? Is that possible? You know. I think it is, yeah. Why not? So where are we? Parietals. Huh? I mean what what varietals? K seven? It's K7, and I think there's a couple of farms in Katura and Katurai, yeah. but they're not doing so well. Yeah, but K7 is the political. Probably Katura would not do well in, you know, unless. You know, Katura needs to Yeah, K7 yeah. is. K7 was developed yeah. to withstand some drought issues. So, yeah. For example, SL28 in Colombia does not do very well. Really? Mm. It's too wet. just doesn't work. It's too wet. It's too wet. Too wet, yeah. Oh, SL28 the Kenyan. Kenyan, yeah. It still stands for Science Lab. Scott Laboratory. Scott Laboratory. Scott Laboratory. But it's a mutation of bourbon, isn't it? Yeah. It's apparently it's not even a bourbon. They were talking the other day that it's it's, uh, it's not a bourbon. It's, you know, it's French mission, but nobody really knows what French mission is <laughs> But anyway, I think if you have a good variety, and if you have, you're doing good, good, 
picking good, selecting picking, and doing good processing. There's no reason why coffee should not taste good. To, to my sort of very limited understanding of what happens at Origin, I see the probably the biggest hurdle in our way here in Australia is labour costs. Yeah. You know, but there's it, so it, much margin in the coffee. Do you know what I mean? As far as the special lots concerned, as far as the special lots concerned, you know, like you know, when, when we buy the micro lots of you guys, to be honest, the, the price doesn't matter because the, the volume's so low. Yeah, it's like sense, and, and we make we make up our money off blends, and that's just that's just got to be, you know, we, we guarantee that price, this price, and we make our margin, and and, and so that pays for everything. So it's whether we, whether we pay fourteen dollars, fifteen dollars, sixteen dollars, yeah. twenty dollars, twenty five dollars. It doesn't actually matter. So let's. Let, I think you just hit the nail in the head. So, how much would you pay for an Australian micro? So an eighty-seven Australian micro. You would pay twenty-five dollars. Twenty-five dollars for sure. How big is this lot? You know, just doing the super labor yeah, intensive. Yeah, six packs. Picking, six packs. Okay. So six packs. Let's just call that thousand pounds of coffee, and you're paying twenty-five per pound. So that's twenty-five thousand dollars a year. Yeah, right. For one dollar. Yeah. That doesn't even that begin to pay the bills. Doesn't, it doesn't, no. doesn't, do, doesn't do it. And that's why the issue is that you have to produce a certain amount of volume that will cover your fixed expenses, right? Yeah. One micro lot is not going to be enough. And I think not for the Australian farmer, not, not for, for the, the Colombian farmer. farmer. Not even at 25 no. for the cost of living in Colombia. No. Yeah. So, yeah, right. Which is why it becomes a hobby because exactly. the farmer just can't produce enough quality to sustain and that's because a so what, what happens if Colombia develops you know which it will be to the point where we're like Australia where it's like you know me, you know like medium one day we'll get there it'll get there yeah, one day yeah. eventually we'll get there so, so, yeah, we'll but it's already, it's already happening it's already happening the cost so, 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 so those six bags got to be $100,000 well precisely the issue is that you know for a farmer it's okay don't record this for a farmer <laughs> <laughs> It's probably, it's, it's probably smarter yeah, sure, to produce really a thousand bags of RTV yeah. right, than to produce five bags of micro. It costs more to say. No, no, no. It's, it's, same. it's gonna be it's gonna make them better off. But by, by making the RTV. Yes. Right. Because if the volume is such is so much volume. larger. Yeah, yeah, yeah. So the, the balance between volume and quality. Yeah, yeah, yeah. It's, it's well, the, 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 the price differential is quite interesting. Yes. You know, like when you think yes. about it also you pay you pay ten bucks for a blender, and you pay so you pay fifteen bucks for a blender. <laughs> and you pay Twenty-five dollars for you know a, a microlight. The, the the difference in price doesn't really, you know, it's like you know you, you buy a shit scotch and it's like twenty bucks. And you buy an awesome scotch and it's five hundred bucks. But there's so much less of that. There's so much more of the, the, the That's how. Yeah. That's yeah. eventually that's what surely will happen with yeah. coffee. These days, the difference between a micro and, a, I've said it and a blender is very, it's not enough. very minimal. I, I want coffee to be 400 bucks a kilo. I want it to be that. You know what I mean? Like, you know, so like, we, you know, absolutely. Like no, cost, cost, cost would be $2 for this cup. We've seen it happen. So we have, we have a number of farmers that we've been working with fixed price contracts since 2011. And they have three-year fixed price contracts. It was a challenge to get people to sign the contracts. But when they did, they saw the difference and you know, it's made a difference for them. Yeah. But we're having a really hard time to get them to produce microns. To what? To produce microns. Alright, okay. Because now you see that it's way better for them to produce double A. We've tried to find where the, you know, what what's the additional margin that we have to pay them to really do an even better job. Because now they have price certainty for their double A coffees and it's a really good price. So now they're focused on really everything that they produce is a double A. Because yep. if, if it's A, it's not fixed price. But if it's double A, it's fixed, fixed price, price and it's really good price. Yeah, so yeah. now they, they are focused on producing constantly double A's. But they're not looking for the micro because it's, for them it's much, way better to produce a lot of double A than one micro. Than one micro. first world problem. I mean, you know, like, you know, like double A was, double A is like, uh, you know, COE. Five years ago. Right. Yeah, right. Like, you know, see, we five years ago. But see, the problem is, if if we continue going that route, that the eighty-six of today is tomorrow's eighty-four, we're going to be in a big problem. It's, it's a funnel, so there's going to be less and less coffee available for a larger, larger pool of buyers. 
Mm. That's right. So guess what's going to happen I, I, then? I, I don't understand why it's going to be a problem. It's going to be a problem because the 84 is no longer that fixed price that the farmer wants and is sustainable for him. What we're doing is that if, if the 84 of tomorrow becomes priced at the AA of today, fine. But what's happening is that people are saying the, 80, the 86 of, of today is now an 84 and now I'm going to pay you the 84 price. Yeah. Mm. If prices are going up, fine. But yeah. prices are not going up, they're staying still. Yeah. So effectively so they're coming down. Effectively, the, the producer is receiving less money for, for the same for the same, 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 yeah. same effort. Yes. Yeah, yeah, yes. And you know, over the course of the next ten years, I think what we're going to see is that there's going to be less coffee, less higher quality quality coffee. Just disincentivating yes. farmers to do the extra mile. If you are actually willing to pay more for the eighty-six of tomorrow, fine. So, so what happens if we set up a program that was like, produce the best effing coffee mm -hmm. you can produce and we'll pay you this much for it. And it's, how much is that? How, and uh, this is the kind of conversation I had with you when we, when we were talking about the La Negrita two years ago, right? And it's like, it's like, well, let's find a producer that is willing to put the effort in. Mm -hmm. And okay, how, how good can it get? What's it going to cost? Yeah. How good can it get? And what's it going to cost? You bring up a nice idea, and, and, and then it's like, and then it's like, okay, we'll put a hundred percent effort in. We'll put a hundred percent of what we can, yeah. and then we'll see what we get. Let me ask you another question: How high do you think consumers are willing to pay for a good coffee? Well, I think there's enough margin in the current model to pay up to thirty dollars per kilo. Australia, okay, free. Yes, and then and then, and then charge sixty dollars wholesale. Do you think people will really go for it? You know, we, we have done. I think the consumer. There's a demand from the consumer, mm -hmm. and there's probably a demand from the roaster. Yeah. The hardest part is getting the cafe to understand that their consumers will purchase. Yes, right. Yes, I mean we sell micro lot coffees per kilo yeah. for sixty-five, seventy dollars on our website. Right? Delivered yeah. in a bag, shipped, one, one kilo. Two actual coffee drinkers, two people. Two people. Yes. Two One kilo. Yeah. One kilo of coffee that we buy for like 15 bucks or whatever it's going to be. Yeah. We sell it to the end consumer for $70. Yeah. That's the market lot coffee. It's been roasted, juicy, checked. It is sheer perfection. Yes. It's the wastage involved. There's packing. There's one parcel that's shipped. It's top you know? of the line. Top of the line. Yes. Top of the line. So effectively, the consumer is willing to pay the price. They already are. They already are. How many is the question? Yes, exactly. How many consumers? There? But anyway, coming back to your point, I like I like where you're going. How can we get farmers to really? Yeah, 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 yeah. Max yeah. out. Home run. Yes. That's it. Max yes. out. How fucking good can we Put get it out of the park? Right. Can we? That's what I'm interested. Can we create a competition within our network of farmers? Eight countries. Say, you put the price, farmer, you put the price, but it has to be 95. Yeah, yeah. And I, if you do it, I pay. Yeah. Okay, let's do that. Name the price, but it has to be 95 let's do points. Let's do that. And I'm willing to pay the price. Yeah, let's do that. So the owner is now on you. Yeah, yeah. You want the price? It only has to be six bags, three bags. Six whatever bags. it is. Whatever. Yeah. whatever it is. Okay, that's cool. How should we call the competition? Marvelous coffee. Marvelous coffee. I like the name. I like the name. Marvelous coffee for Byron Bay. Honestly, let's let's put it out there. Okay, we can. We can do that. We can do that. We can do that. All right. You know, to be honest, last year we bought a kangaroo. It was twenty-five bucks a kilo. Was it worth it? No. It was beautiful. Yeah. We we chose really well. Which shows really well. We are happy to pay more if the quality is there. Because you'd rather be just remembering that coffee than remembering not buying it. You know, <laughs> you know like you, we, we wouldn't if we were sitting here now going, oh, we should have bought that coffee last year. How yeah. good was it? Oh man! And, you'd and, remember and not that. only that, we got a lot of great feedback from it. So we, we chose well. Yeah. It was a small lot, yeah. and we bought the whole lot. And that's been so thanks. 
for that as well too, you know, with supplying us with, you know, exclusive lots. And that really does help us, you know, finds, makes, us really, makes it really difficult for us to go and buy a shared lot with another roaster, you know, unless, yeah. unless we're somehow working together, you know, on it. Right. You know, it gives us, really does give us strength in the market. Yeah. Well, I think something like the Aromas Mexico event that we have annually is, is something like that where we, we can, you can do that, where you go... I'm really interested in coming. Yeah, where you go and you cup coffee and you go, man, table one, oh, I remember that coffee, and then you go to table four, come day three, and you're like, that's the one I want to bid on. Yeah. Then come the auction, you're just going balls out and you, you know, you're fighting to get it, you know. Um, and I made sure, I, I was... I mean, that coffee, last, last sorry, that, that, that coffee you got us last year <laughs> yeah. was probably one of the most memorable coffees we've had ever. You know, it's like a... It's a good one. Lopez is a great producer. Yeah. Yeah. So, I, I remember tasting it and just going, yeah. this is oh, a, this a marvelous free coffee. Yeah. 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 Um, and so, yeah, I mean, like, I was an auctioneer and, and I made sure that, you know, the auction went for like three and a half hours. Oh, shit. Like, I just wow. How many really, coffees? It was like, it was 20. 20. But there was so much of the time me monologuing, yeah. selling the coffees and annoying everyone. <laughs> oh, you were actually, you were actually an auctioneer. Yeah, I was an auctioneer. Yeah. Alright. This year is going to have a hammer. Really? <laughs> <laughs> Give me some theatre. I'm coming to support you. I'm there. I'm there. And he has to wear a tuxedo in Puerto Escondido. A tux. Hang on a second. Shorts. Shorts. Last year was in Santa Cruz. It was in Puerto Bec. This year is going to be back in Puerto. If it's Puerto Escondido, I'm coming. I'm there. It's, it's been, it's been <laughs> <laughs> two weeks in a row now. We yeah. <laughs> well, consider it's really, really And he just found out it's important, right? Yeah, it is important. So hopefully there's waves. I'm not sure it's wave season. No, it is wave season. It's, it's many, yeah. It's yeah, it's waves. Yeah. 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 It's a beach. I think it handles it pretty well, though, isn't it? Oh, hey, yeah. Don't worry about the waves. Worry about the coffee. But no, look, that's an amazing way to... I mean, we don't know... The lots could be the same, it could be different. Producers, they all submit, they make it a five, which is our cut. Then, you know, it's a great way to discover new producers and, and to look forward to them next year yeah. and so on. So, I mean, yeah, it's it's a uh, we had a and, great time and, last year. And, and and has some of the guys that have bought the lots dealt with the farmers again this year? Like, you know, has that relationship been forged? Because, you know, like. That's that's the whole idea. It's, yeah, tough, yeah. it's tough in Mexico, but every it's year Mexico. in Mexico, it's very tough. You know, we're talking. Uh, Enrique is a different type of producer. He's 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 well off, and you know he knows he knows how to produce yeah. coffee. And he's been producing coffee for a, yeah. Yeah, yeah, yeah. And and he you know he has a great farm, great altitude, good varietals. He's been selling to to a lot of you know high profile roasters for ten years now. So he's a different type of producer. Our goal is hopefully find the, the little producer that has half a hectare to really become a consistent producer and to get to a point where we don't have to auction his coffee for yeah. him to get yeah, a good yeah. price for his coffee. Yeah, yeah, There's yeah. an actual relationship building there. Yeah, but it's, it's tough in Mexico. Now, now that we have an office in, in Mexico, I think we're going to pull it off much easier than, than we did in the past. And where, where are the growing regions in Mexico? So Mexico produces coffee almost almost everywhere, you know. So yeah, coffee. A lot yes. of coffee. Yeah, Oaxaca is the main main producer. Yeah. But you know, you find coffee in Nayarit, you have coffee in Guerrero, you have coffee in Oaxaca, in Veracruz, you have coffee in Puebla, you have coffee in Chiapas. So in terms of diversity, Mexico is is, is as diverse probably as Colombia in terms of growing region and, and, and microclimates. But the farmers are tiny and they're very, very poor. Yeah. It's probably you know, along with um, with Ecuador in the south, it's probably the poorest producer yeah. that we work with. Mm. Is that problems getting pickers or are they, are they, have they got work? Have they got they've, they've got enough. They've got you know, I know that's a problem in Colombia. It's becoming a problem it's, in it Colombia. Becoming a problem. It's becoming a big problem in Colombia. If it weren't for the Venezuelans that now are pouring our country, oh, yeah. Yeah, right. yeah, last yeah. harvest would have been really difficult to pick. Yeah. How do you manage all this? How do you manage? Well, you guys are the, you guys are the, the, the chiefs, right? <laughs> the Indians. Oh. <laughs> <laughs> How do you manage like, like, like all those people? Like, like we have like middle chiefs. Yeah. <laughs> <laughs> we call them caciques. Yes. <laughs> <laughs> uh, 
it's tough. It's becoming very tough in Colombia and, and not only in Colombia. In every country, it's becoming difficult. This year in Nicaragua was a big issue. It would be as as I heard the other day. There's more people living in the cities than ever before. Like there's some majority of the world lives in the city. Yeah, mm. Colombia is 80 percent urban these days. Yes. Yes. And you know, picking coffee is hard. Yeah, it's not an easy job. It, it's rains. It's it's really steep. It's hot. Wet. It's hot. Day out. It's mosquitoes. Yeah. And if it's raining, you have to put on. You know, it's it's, it's warm. It's 25 degrees, and it's, put it's a poncho inside. You know, sweating. It's it's tough. Tough. Yeah, yeah, yeah. And, yeah. Uh, talk about trying to just pick the right ones. Yeah. Mm. Yeah. And then, and then, then you got to pick about like twenty cherries to get one cup or something. Ten cherries. Oh, a lot more. Uh, a cherry weighs one gram. One gram. A good ripe cherry weighs about a one gram, and it becomes you divide by five. Five raised the beans to a gram. Five raised the beans to a gram. But that one gram becomes yeah. a lot less. A lot less. That's the humbling part. Once you get it to when, roast, when, when I say, once you get it to roast it, you would probably need. I mean, that one gram probably comes 0.2 a gram or something. 0.2 a gram, yeah. yeah. Madness. Yeah. 0.2 of a gram. Yes. 0.2 of a gram. 0.2 of a gram. It's just... It's perspective, doesn't it? And you need 12 grams to do one. Yeah. Like yeah, yeah, yeah. So how do you see the future? Is the mechanics going to come into this? Is that, is that possible? Is it possible to remain... Well, it's only in Brazil. Remain? Yeah, I know. Yeah, it happens Brazil, there, there's a reason why we're on. Different Brazil. agriculture and different <laughs> you know? terrain. Technology is evolving very fast. Yeah. So, you know, everything, anything is possible. Drone pickers. Have you, seen, have you seen that Beyond Meat thing where they grow meat in labs? Maybe they can grow like coffee cherries in labs. <laughs> <laughs> grow the seed. Already I hope roast. we don't get there. Let's <laughs> yeah, hope we don't get there. No, no, I'm with you, man. Please, I'm with you. Yeah. No, I think I think in the end, uh, especially like Brazil and bigger farms, farms, yeah, that's it, it is the way of the future for for them. And we'll have artificial intelligence machines who will be picking the coffee, so they will do the same as they do today. But they will have very good machines, really sharp, and all the all the ripe ones and the underripe ones and the three quarters ripe ones. So that's probably the future in Brazil and, and big farms. But honestly, I don't think that's the future of specialty coffee. Yeah. That, I hope, that, I, and I hope it's not the future. Well, so. that, that doesn't, it doesn't positively impact all the people, right? No. Unless all the people get to sit down and enjoy the coffee. It becomes fairly. The reality is that the future of specialty coffee is going to be, it's going to mean a lot more expensive coffee. Because labor is going to be in short supply. You're going to need to pay a lot more money for pickers to actually come and pick coffee by hand. And have to pay a lot more money to the farmers to really stay in the farms and do coffee. Um, and everything is just going to become more expensive. So yeah. your, I don't know, 380 of coffee today is going to become a 10 dollars of coffee pretty soon. That's so achievable. But that's a, that's a one like cost. A, you know, one yeah. is 18, 20 dollars. Yeah. Know, even less. Eight bucks. Yeah. 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 Why is why is mass produced? Really? Low quality beer, nine dollars. Why is mass produced? You yeah. put four dollars in the car packing meter. Like you go to the car park and put four dollars and there's no complaint. Yeah. You go to the cafe and pay four dollars twenty. That's good. But the comparison is actually a, 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 a glass of wine. It's yeah, it's less volume. Outrageous. It's a lot more, and it's these days most of the wine is made by machines. Made by machines. machines. Yeah. Okay, here's one for you. If we were to start a social program, marvelous coffee. Marvelous. Marvelous life. Marvelous lives. Marvelous lives. This guy's a marketing genius. <laughs> <laughs> um, yeah. What would it be? How would it look? You know, you know I, 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 I'm going to take a step back. You know, we've been talking like since the podcast. Like, you know, we feel like we've got the skills. We understand coffee enough to roast it, look after it, yeah. and present it honorably to our customers, mm -hmm. and show the transparency. From farmer to roaster to you know, do all that. Yeah. We feel like we've got the confidence that we've been in business for nine years, so there's always more to learn, for sure. But we're kind of looking like, okay, what else can we do in the business? And I think socially, community is where we're kind of looking in that area, in that, in that world, you know, like, yeah. what can we do? 
you know, what, what, what can we do? It's a really tough question to answer because every community is different. Yeah. But you know, as, as you were, we were talking, I was, I was thinking out loud and, and you know, one thing that I would really love to do is get consumers to come to Origins to yeah. oh. see with their own hands how difficult it is to produce quality coffee and have them, you know, the challenge. Put them, you, we're talking about a challenge. To produce. Let's challenge consumers to come to Origin and produce a 90 pound coffee. Yeah. That's, that's, that's a pretty cool idea. I like it. Because in the end, our model, the Caravella model, is about giving farmers a good price for the coffee and they can do whatever they want with their money. Yeah. If they want to buy a car, that's their problem. If they want to buy a drone, that's their problem. Yeah. If they want to spend it in their house and really get, you know, improve their standard, that's their problem. Uh, and for the most part, Colombia. Yeah. Yeah. I've got another sort of to complement what Alejandro is saying, which I think it's a great idea, by the way. Uh, what is it that you guys from Marvel Street can teach the farmers? You know, one thing to complement that. That's a good question. We've seen the roasting and the brewing industry become a lot more detail oriented. Yeah. Detail? You know, you down do TDS, you have Cropster. There's more and more sides. Curves yeah. and all things. And we haven't seen that translating in the, in the origin. Oh, so I suppose system-wise, we could, we could probably turn up and help, help with systems. I mean, you know, when I said to you before, we have to work as smart as possible. Mm -hmm. That means using technology. And so Joe spends at least 50% of the week working on an app mm -hmm. to automate all the orders. To automate. That's the very mean. So, yeah, right. all the orders. But seriously, I mean, you guys have a lot of skills, right? You have a lot of knowledge. We all live in the knowledge economy yeah. these days. What is it that we as a whole can bring down to the farmers, which is knowledge based? What is it that we can do that we can improve their lives, we can improve their business by bringing our knowledge to them? The only way we can do that is by visiting and by helping and saying, well, we know why are we doing it this way? We can, when in business, you know, the, the finite resource in business is time. Yeah, and, and it really is. You know, time is the biggest expense for us. Time costs us more than coffee. Yeah. Time costs, you know, in, in a cafe, time is the biggest yeah. cost. Yeah. Yeah. Mm -hmm. and, and, you know, we are always trimming time, trying to figure out ways to save time. Yeah. Yeah. But also, wouldn't that be an awesome way to get younger people to get into coffee at Origin? Yeah, totally. Because that's another major challenge, is the generational challenge. That's the biggest challenge. You know, how do you get young people to keep on growing coffee? Well, you know, we're seeing a shift here in Australia socially where the farm, healthy food, health, clean air is more of a priority than the career job. You know, we're seeing that. Socially, that's the, you know, living, on, li li living in a van in a tiny house yeah. on a farm, picking and being in, in nature is far more appealing than living in the city. You know, I'm not sure how many people are actually doing it. In the developing world, that's not going to work. Yes. You need you need to be able to offer people, you know, the possibility of building a business, of yeah. building wealth. Yeah, but, but in saying that, in, on the flip side of that, they're, yeah. they're, they're working intelligently. Yeah. So they're, you know, they're either starting a business or they're, you know, they're, they're vlogging or they're... And they become superstars. They're, 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 they're trading. Cinema magazines. They, they it's just awesome. about them. There's all sorts of things because they, they people recognize the fact that they're doing something awesome. They're growing something with their hands. Well, they're just doing what makes them happy. I think is yes. what's appealing to everybody. They see someone happy, and it looks quite achievable. And it's way better to be working in, in a farm than in a cubicle. And you're probably more productive at the farm than at the cubicle. But it's having having. The job satisfaction at the farm yeah. that you get the cubic right the job satisfaction and, and the achievement sense, and the sense that you're achieving achievement. and that you're creating yes. wealth for yourself and family so that your kids can be better off right so we I mean really we just need to showcase the farmers who are really proud even better just keep doing that better because yeah. Yeah. if we can promote that then people will well and you know a happy farmer will, will tell their kids instead of going to the city instead you know 10 years ago when we started 10 15 years ago when we started 
a lot of the farmers would say to their kids, you know, don't, don't, be, don't be a farmer. Be a farmer. Go, to, go, yeah. go find your, your, your life. Go be a doctor, go be a dentist. Yeah. Or, or even a, a taxi driver. A taxi driver or yeah. a truck driver or well, you know, you know, any sort of service. It'd be, good if, the, it'd be good if they said go and get the knowledge, come back with it. Yeah. Right. Exactly. And that's, we see that happening more and more. We know. We, we but that requires that the, the father really believes that coffee is the way to go. Yeah. So maybe, so maybe the, is, is, educa- is education cost in, in Colombia? No. doesn't no. so it's free. Well, it's, it's not great education, you know, it's free, public, public, public education is free, free up to a certain level. Yes. So, so, so yeah. maybe, maybe, maybe the social um, assistance could be in helping with either online courses or training or something well, for, for, we, those, for those. We're working very hard on, on really developing e-learning as a way to go, because yeah. you know, that's, a, that's a, a, a very efficient way to educate people these days. We have a, a e-learning. Uh, we have two e-learning centers in La Plata, Wheeler. Cool. You, you guys buy San Sebastian, right? Yeah, Wheeler's mm. like one of my favorite. Well, that's that's where one of the places where we have the, the e-learning. So if we could develop a lot of you know e-learning platform that, that we can use to educate the sons and daughters of coffee farmers, that, that's a great way. You mentioned the app. You know, one of the dreams that we have is developing an app for for producers to help them keep track of cost production. Cost, cost of production. Because they don't know how much it costs to produce coffee. Oh, cost of and they don't know where the gaps are, you know, yeah. where I can be more efficient. Yeah, that's the, yeah. Do you guys know what blockchain is? No, of course we do. Colombians, of course. <laughs> <laughs> we already um, have a few projects. So, 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 I'm, so I'm thinking, you know, that's, you know, how, how, how does, how, you know, I've always wondered, I, I figured that blockchain would somehow affect the coffee world in a positive way that's going to revolutionize what we do, right? But I haven't figured out what that is. But you guys, we're, we're, working on we're working on it. Yeah. We have a couple of blockchain projects you know, from different perspectives, but uh, we do agree that blockchain can help, um, especially bring a lot more transparency and traceability yes. to the industry mm, and, yes. and show consumers a lot of the information that they, they want to know in a very efficient way. Um, it's very early on stages. It's still yeah. very expensive to do blockchain in coffee because you need a lot of miners to get that. Information yeah, yeah, out. yeah. Um, but we're working on a couple of projects on that because we do believe that's the way forward. It's going to take some time. Yeah. Are producers excited about it? Do you have any? They don't. Issues? They don't get it. Or? They, don't they don't even know. Let's, let's not yeah. get there yet. Yeah. <laughs> but I mean, they probably don't know what ledger is, right? As far as they've heard about Bitcoin, of course. You know, that's that's all over the news. But honestly, I don't think you know, blockchain is Bitcoin. Bitcoin and blockchain is not the same thing. No, no. Transfer, we're just talking about a trustless system. Yeah. Uh, right. that, 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 that has transparency. The, you know, we you know a QR code on the bag. Boom. Yeah. These are the company scores. This is where it went to. You know, like, okay, cool. This is how much they got paid. This is how much we got paid. Full ledger. Boom. Sweet. We can put that on a bag and sort of stuff. Right. That, this is our margin. Boom. Done. That's how I see it. Yeah. Revolutionizing yeah. the coffee yeah. industry. Yeah. In giving that sort of information. He could build that in the afternoon. <laughs> 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 so tomorrow then. Yeah. <laughs> we expect you tomorrow in Bogota. Yes. Yeah. 8 a.m. Yeah. Oh, you can do it from here. Doesn't matter. Yeah. 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 We're, we're, we're trying to get Joe to do some programming, uh, some programming work. He's working on it, right? Yeah. So, so, but um, his app's really good. Basically, it um, really streamlines our... At any time, we can look at our app and see what's been ordered, who ordered what, how much is we going to roast. It's amazing. It's like the big brother of coffee then. Yeah, for Marvel's Okay. Yeah, it's good. It's really good. Like, you know, you can turn up on a Monday. All the places that order by the app, yeah. you can turn up on a Monday and um, turn the roaster on and just start. There's no, there's no filling in a production schedule as such. There's a little bit of, there's a little bit of, there's a little bit of shimmering. Probably takes you four hours. Well, that was, that was what drove that part of the app. Because we have, we have kind of two apps out that we use regularly and ordering app that all our customers have and then a resource app that we use. Okay. And then we've got a couple of other things in development, but I wasn't fast enough at getting the actual roast schedule out to Mike. <laughs> <laughs> and he's like, I'm almost finished TV. Come on, like, Time is money. Time is money. <laughs> Wasting gas. And so, so we just developed a way to link all the numbers straight out of the ordering app onto a, a spreadsheet and it's pretty rudimentary information but it's enough for him to go okay there's 240 kilos of this ordered for i'm just me. gonna stop i'm just yeah. gonna i'm gonna roast that 
and there's 300 kilos of... Basically, it's just you know, starting with spreadsheets and then automating those spreadsheets. But, uh, You've got to start somewhere, right? Yeah. Um, sure. mm-hmm. What can we do better? What can they do better? Share your audio now. Yeah. <laughs> <laughs> no, I, think, yeah. I think, you know, collaborating more, I think yeah. the, the, the whole technology we, we, thing we, we would love great. to collaborate more. Yeah. Everyone to share the ordering up with the other roasters. I mean, we would just need someone, I think, that is more software uh, enabled or knowledgeable to be able to sit next to Joe and build something that was more more friendly and usable. It's pretty simple. Yeah. Uh, but, but you do a lot of chug chug. There's a lot of that. A general, you know, um, um, you know, uh, assistant couldn't do. Yes, that's right. I couldn't walk away from my job tomorrow and just someone pick it up because there's a lot of intricacies that I know about the way the app's developed. It's not still a bit taking the back. The back end is not simple. Okay. The front end's super simple. Yeah. But the back end's not. <laughs> but it wouldn't take much. No. It wouldn't take much to automate that. Yeah. Um, I like the marvelous coffee challenge. Yes. I like that. Yeah. Well, that one, that one we're going to make it happen. We can do that. Sure, yes. Yeah. 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 So, pick a price. Oh, I've got a question. It's in the middle. <laughs> can you talk to us about the naturals in the honey? In the, in the, in the you really want an answer about that? Yeah, yeah, yeah. <laughs> I only trust one person with naturals and honeys and then you guys. Uh, is, it, is, it, is it being forced upon you or is it something you want to do? The market's there. There's, there's a lot of, you know, hype about it. Yeah. I don't think it's for everybody. We, we don't we don't tell our farmers to do naturals or honey because they're very risky. Yeah, yeah. We, um, we spoke about that. That's exactly week, so. what we said. Like. So we understand that the, the buzz about it. Of course, people are looking for the new thing, right? You know, what's what's trendy, what's new. The word is that, innovation. Is that washed coffee? Is that, <laughs> that's that's how I feel. Like personally. If you ask me, I think we still need to really understand how to produce better washed coffees. And to me, that this has more value than honeys or natural. And, and, but, but, but also, I think a washed coffee is so refined, it's it, anyone with any taste preference could enjoy it. Whereas if you go to the farm, the developed palate's not going to enjoy it. It's less likely that the developed palate's not going to enjoy it. Especially for me. Yeah, I agree. Is it possible to produce a natural or a honey reli- consistently, sweet. reliably? That's clean, sweet, clean. It is possible, but you know, uh, is it something that we should be trying to do? I don't know. Uh, so, 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 are you just filling a gap in the market? Well, we're doing it in countries like El Salvador, where there's the, no water, where there's no water. So it's it makes more sense to do it in El Salvador than it makes it in in Colombia, where there's you know, the harvests are wet, humid. There's, lot, there's excess water. Yeah. There's, there's too much water, yeah. Uh, we're, we're toying with the idea of doing some naturals in the south of Ecuador, where it's also really dry. But if you ask me, I'd rather pursue the perfection of the wash process. Like for example, the wash coffees of south Ecuador are beautiful coffees. Beautiful. I don't know if you've ever tried them. They're so layered in honey and florals really uh, nuanced flavors that sometimes when you say, well, yeah, the, the weather is great for, for naturals, you say, well, why don't we just try to get those really beautiful, beautiful wines? There's more work to be done. Yeah. We haven't done it, right? Right. Well, we're happy to support in the, in the areas that, you know, obviously they're naturals because they need to be, right? Yeah. We're happy to support in, that, in, the, in, the, in those areas, but we don't generally do wash uh, sorry, naturals or honeys because of the farm. Yeah. Uh, honeys? Eh. I, I, I don't really like honeys. I don't think they're clean. I don't think they're... They're kind of muddled. They're kind of muddled, right? They age really bad. Oh, really? Yeah. yeah. They can, yeah. yeah there's, there's a lot of oxidation. Imagine all this mucilage there. It just oxidizes. Yeah, right. So By getting rid of it, it stays, it stays fresh and longer. If stable. you get rid of it, they're more stable. Because yeah. do you don't have that oxidation occurring. Yeah. So I don't think honeys are, are great, you know. Not my, my, my perception of honey is every honey that I've cut, most honeys 
So it's safe for the producer to do a wash tub. Safer. It's safer. It's a lot more work. Mm. To do a really good wash coffee, you need to pay a lot of attention to it. The has to be because because so much can go wrong. Yeah. If you don't, if you just didn't wing it. Yeah. With with hundreds of the naturals, yeah. you can you don't have to worry a lot about the the picking. With with washed, if you pick wrong, it shines in the. Yeah, yeah, totally. I, I we, we, we had it the other day, right? We, we cut a Colombian coffee. There was just one quake in the coffee, just one. Yeah, that's enough. Cupped it again, it wasn't it? I mean, it's like, you know, our coffees are generally so good, we don't have to pull the papers out. They're you know, like, it's, you know, like. It's that's how it should be, yeah. Cool. And then again, it's about work and reward, right? So, yeah. So, wash coffee should be a lot more expensive than honey's. We should be a lot more expensive than naturals. Yeah, yeah. Is that what you're seeing? No, no. no mm. And I get frustrated with naturals. I just, I just see like a geisha natural hundred dollars and just go. Destroying the beauty of a geisha. There's a market. It's like, yeah, yeah, yeah. Unfortunately, but we need to educate consumers more about. Is, of course, if you're a consumer and you get a natural, oh yeah, the blueberries. Yeah, yeah, yeah. 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 They're there. Trying to get those florals and the grape notes of a wash. You need a more educated consumer. Right? Yeah, yeah, it's, yeah, hard. yeah, it's like a yeah. gateway coffee. Yeah. Right. I, I would happily admit that, like, the first time I drank natural coffee, when I, I enjoyed was, it. I was like, oh, I get it. I enjoyed it. I, get it now. Yeah. I can taste something in there. I yeah. only bought natural. Yeah, first. you also need more skilled roasters as well to make sure that you bring the best out of the wash. Yeah, yeah. It's true. But they behave better, I'd say, more consistent wash coffee. You know, it's, it's well, it kind of makes sense too because there's that QC process where the coffee's washed and then the, all the defects are pulled out. The flows come out, right? Yeah. But in the natural process, all the cherries is just processed. So how do you, how you, cherries how you get, how on the them. shit out? We can float the cherry before before drying, but you're, you're adding a lot of more um, complexity of risk yeah. if you do that. Of course, you're adding water to the cherry, mm. but you can do that. Um, but still, you know, it's it's not natural. Yeah, yeah, yeah. <laughs> the, natural, the natural is not natural. I didn't do, say that. Do you leave your banana on the ground to rot before you peel it, or do you peel the banana straight away? Yeah. I think we're good, eh? Yeah. We're good. We're good. Fun. Yeah. I, I think it's yeah. a lot of fun. I was going to say that you know we had a few lots from uh, Guatemala uh, that you know they tasted a little bit like a natural, just the way it was fermented. Oh, yeah, yeah, totally. That was you know, the that was Antonio Ricciolo. Antonio that was the coffee that but really got us thinking about is it possible to have great natural You know, we cut these coffees, right? And there was and it was fun. There was, was funk in Antonio. We didn't buy this. We didn't this this wasn't something we bought, but then we espresso it and it was like, how is that possible? Yeah. You know what I mean? And it's kind of one of those rare moments yeah. in coffee that you go, maybe it can be good, you know? It was just some extra processing in the cup. Yeah. Yeah. I want to say one other thing in that, you know, I really see, going back to relationships, I really see, and look, just, just to put it out there, my, my wife studies film, so we watch a lot of films in our house all the time, she studies film, she was in the film industry as a child, 
So I have a lot of references to films. And I think, you know, our relationship, Nico, and, and I hope with other customers as well, it's like um, our relationship is a bit like, um, oh, I just left my brain, um, Jeremy Maguire. You know, <laughs> and that, you know, that's a great. Show me the copy. You know? <laughs> and so I think showing the money to whom? <laughs> Show me the copy. Show me the copy. <laughs> and at the end of the film, you know, I, I do love that film. I'm it's one of my favorite films. But I, I, I do love the part of the film where that, you know, Jerry Maguire is hugging uh, his, his NFL player, and and this one age is like, why don't we do that? Why don't we hug? It's just so unnatural. <laughs> yeah. And so, yeah, I just, I think, I think. What so, are you trying Nico's to Tom Cruise? Or you're Tom Cruise? <laughs> 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 be, yeah. But no, I mean, you know, I just. They yeah. can both be Tom Cruise. You can be Tom Cruise. <laughs> <laughs> so, are you guys going to hug now? Yeah. <laughs> 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 what? Uh, what? Uh, Why don't we do that? <laughs> uh, uh, so, yeah, but, you know. Uh, I think we're really, you talking about how grateful you are, but to us, we're really grateful for your impact on our company here in Australia, and, and, and I think, you know, we're really excited about the growth you're having, and how we can support you, how we can serve you, and, and really keep providing the service, because we, we do love it. It's not a chore, it's not a duty, it's not an obligation, it's out of pure joy. So, I think it's very important for you to understand that. I always remember what Thank you, time man. Was, what, Thanks. Two, two awesome. three years ago? Yeah. Remember? Came, came to visit us. Yeah, for a couple of hours. I, I came when well, you came out. No, you came. You came, came to see us. I came to see you. Came to two hours. Two years ago. Two years ago. Yeah, we went and had sushi. Yeah, yeah. Sushi. Two years ago. Two years ago. Anyway, I always remember that. You know, you always come out of your way to see us. Yeah, I always appreciate. Yeah, thank you. Plus, it's the boys. Last year, you guys came to Sydney. Yeah. Yeah. I think we've got a whole lot of ammunition, right? You know, mm. and, and sometimes you know, you're just in that coffee <clears> world, it's like, and just to meet you guys and you know, talk about the possibilities. Yeah. You know, opens the doors for us mentally, like, to be able to just you know, yeah, proceed, just, right? Exactly. We we're talking this morning about coffee is our tool to do other things. Yeah. Coffee's just just the you guys is like yeah. This, this gives us more ammunition to figure out what, what we can do the bigger thing we can do with coffee and, and, and that's what we're talking you. about you know and, and if, you can't, if you can't find someone you're passionate about in coffee like you should go go sort yourself out for it because that's like, right. because you know the industry is just massive right? mm-hmm. you know, there's no other industry but I can think of you know, yeah. maybe one but still, but still Love you, man. Good seeing you, man. Yeah. Awesome. Thanks. 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 Should we eat some food? Yes. Yeah. 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 Ye